What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Well, it's uh, I'm doing well. My investments in Afghanistan are not doing so well. I'll talk about that later, but yeah, I'm sure they're not doing so well. Um, you know, what's funny is that we haven't heard anything about, you know, the court dealings or anything. Um, you know, Cuomo has kind of died down. It's amazing the news cycle in this country when something else happens, everything else is forgotten. Right. When real news actually happens, all of a sudden they realize, oh, sir, you know, the TV calls me, sir. I say, oh, sir, we don't need the fake news stories now because we have actual, real, powerful news. And that's, that's, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any greater proof that the fake news is fake than that all the fake news disappears when a real big story actually sort of happens. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Um, it's really any kind of, um, Everything gets brushed aside for a little bit. And then once that dies down, they try to dig up dirt of either the prior news story or they just move right along. Like your whole income tax thing, that's that's forgotten. I, I don't think they're even going to go after your taxes now, now that the news cycle has changed over. I, I agree. Are you happy about that? In our tech stuff, it's hard to be happy when you're right. It's like I knew the whole time it was a hoax. So it's hard for me to sit here and go, I'm so happy that exactly what I knew would happen would happen. I understand that. Um, We haven't heard about Ivanka recently or uh, any of your children. How is your family doing? How's Ivanka? How's Ivanka? Well, you know, out of respect, she's getting vaginal rejuvenation. I got her for her birthday. I got her a gift certificate. So... You know, we sort of, out of respect, we, you know, let her heal, let her get proper, so. And how is Don Jr. and his relationship? Totally (laughs) coked up. He hasn't really been in the news lately. He hasn't done any interviews. You know what we call him behind his back? Well, not, no, excuse me. We call it to his face, but out of the public view. We call him Boring Hunter. Boring Hunter. Right, because he tries to be Hunter Biden, but he's like the boring version. So are you basically saying that Hunter Biden is cooler than your son? To use a phrase that, you know, some kids might use, Hunter is the Don Jr. that fucks. And um, your son, Baron, has he grown anymore? He's a six foot five giant. Um, have you put a basketball in his hands yet? Okay, first of all, Melatonin's son is six seven and still growing, not six five. And who is that? <laughs> it's, your, it's, it's your biological son. I don't know if you, you knew that, but. Uh, let me tell you something. He took a DNA test and he's a hundred percent not my kid. So he if he's not your kid, that means melatonin cheated on you with someone else. 
isn't that wouldn't that be grounds for divorce right away? I mean, how dare her be disloyal to you like that? Tech stuff. You see, I play a lot of billionaires play adultery checkers. I play adultery go fish. I'm always a few steps ahead. And I think you see the strategy right now. I do see it. Because if if melatonin is walking around with a seven foot four other guys come next to her, she's not getting anything from the prenup. I gotcha. So you're so you're playing the slow game of go fish. I totally get it. Very smart of you. And um, have you spoken Kanye uh, with this album release? Have you spoken to him? Have you listened to the album? What do you think of it? Uh, I'm a little busy tech stuff, but Kanye has sent me a copy and we'll listen to it when we, uh, you know, when we listen to it strongly. Okay. Now, it's a pretty big news week. Um, this week and um, having nothing to do with you, um, which I'm sure you're happy about. You don't have to answer questions about all these lies. And I want to know how who, you feel. Who about did the agency? What's, what's your name? Uh, Jay Nog. Okay, Rob. The, <clears throat> I have a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of an illness this week. Uh, I think it's probably my body fighting off Delta too strongly. So it's actually, it's fighting so well, it sort of took a rest and it's like, well, no, you have to still keep me healthy normally. You know, it's, you know, my genes are very respectful, you know, because we like Nathan Modi, the leader of India who sent the Delta virus to us. And, but I want to be respectful. I don't want to beat up the Indian virus too much, you know, because we're friends. Mm-hmm. So I think my immune system just sort of, usually my immune system would beat the crap out of all of it. But instead, I think it took it easy. And now my immune system is sort of taking a break and I got like a little sore throat. So come on, immune system. Got to get strong. But uh, what was your question? Well, I find it strange that you are you are no longer on major and social no, media. excuse pl- me. I remember what I was going to talk about. You're being very complimentary and I know... Rob, that the tech stuff people, they send me a new, every week they send me some new, sometimes we get somebody like two weeks in a row, they don't do a horrible job. But you seem to be the first one to be very committed to speaking truthfully about all the fake news. Well, I try to be honest, Mr. President. Is that, are you a, I see you're wearing a New York Islanders shirt? Yes. Okay, so I, that explains it. We have great, powerful uh, bigotry in Long Island. So we, we do very well there. Okay. What was your question? Well, I find it ironic that you have been kicked off all major social media platforms, including Twitter, but Twitter will actually let a member of the Taliban on Twitter to tweet away. And I wanted to know your thoughts on that. Well, Taliban sounds like sort of a, is that like a K-pop group? No, they're a terrorist organization. Who has okay, taken well, over you know, Afghanistan? I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the Korean music either, but I wouldn't go as strong as to say they're terrorists. <laughs> no, uh, they're really they behead people. Um, they are really no joke terrorist organization. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they let him tweet on Twitter, who's a known terrorist, 
but they don't let you be a part of Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. I want to know your thoughts on that because I, I, it's, isn't that kind of hypocritical? Well, of course, excuse me, of course it's hypocritical, as you say it. You have a Hippocratic oath. That's what doctors have to take, by the way. <laughs> but it's, it's not a, tech stuff. When you're great like me, everybody's always trying to attack you. So the good news is I'm not surprised by how radical left and stupid these tech companies are. But I think this is obviously, this is like a low point even for, even for Twitter, even for that bearded freak, Jack. I think it's a, uh, a low point even for them to let the, uh, to let, who was it? Taliban. I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, but one of the we'll, we'll call heads him, of the Taliban. Uh, we'll call him uh, Muhammad Taliban. <laughs> and, you know, to let him on, uh, it's not surprising, but it's, this is what we've come to expect from the radical left uh, tech tech people. Not you, not you, your tech stuff. Right. You know, big tech. Yeah, I find it, it's, it's very crazy that they're letting this person tweet um, and be a part of Twitter. And um, I, don't, I don't even know if Twitter has even uh, made a statement about this. Um, I wanted to know also how you felt about Taliban, which is this terrorist organization. We were in Afghanistan for, I think, way over 10 years uh, since 9-11. So probably going on 20 years almost. We were in Afghanistan trying to um, put a democratic government in there, trying to make peace. And then we pull out of Afghanistan and it goes back to the way it was where the Taliban has now taken over Afghanistan again, which um, I don't know if you've seen on social media. Well, you're not. I'll tell you on social media, there are a lot of soldiers um, who have fought for our country, who have lost limbs, lost, um, lost their, their friends in battle. And they all think that going into Afghanistan was really all for nothing now because nothing was accomplished in that 20 years. And it goes back to the way it was before we were there. I want to know your thoughts on that. Who? <laughs> the Taliban. <laughs> The terrorist organization that we were talking about. I don't know. Here's, here's the thing. Okay. We had the Taliban and Trump had a plan. But then Sleepy Joe ran, did powerful fraud, and now we lost Afghanistan bars. The It is... This is what we said would happen. We put a sleepy president, a fake president, a sleepwalker in chief. We put a fake president that the world doesn't respect. You think, look at the tat. They just waited, they just waited until we put in a weak president. And I'll even give credit, at least Obama could scare them with his African-Americanness. You know, like if the Taliban saw him walking down the street, they'd cross the street. They were like, I don't know about that guy. But when Sleepy Joe shows up, they're like, look at this old, sleepy, very sleepy, not awake, tired, sleepy, old, fake president. And they ran, they ran like, they ran us out like dogs. And it's one of the most disgraceful things I've ever seen uh, from our country. Um, 
it's very sad. And I, I do feel for, you know, all the soldiers who fought for our country there where if, I mean, this is just, this proves my point that why would you, why would you, why would you serve in the, in our military? What a waste. What a stupid choice. Well, I know they all called me when I, you know, I remember I said to John Kelly, very tough chief of staff guy, I tell, you know, this, I'll confirm this report, the Washington Post, which is usually fake. But I, I told him, I said, why would anybody do this? They're all suckers. And look at, look at Joe, Sleepy Joe's made me a very truthful person. Instead of joining our failing military under Sleepy Joe, join the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the Three Percenters, great. They're called militias, okay? And before we had a big army, okay, we had militias. They were called militias. Almost sounds like a black woman's name. Hello, I'm Militia, militia Jenkins. And we had these great militias and we have them again. They're doing real work. They're really going out into securing our vote, securing our homeland. So instead of joining our military, join the militias. Well, I'm going to be a little critical right now, and I don't want you to get upset with me. But we should have wiped out the Taliban. They should have been wiped from the surface of this earth. Everyone who stood for them, we should have seeked every single member out in Afghanistan and eliminated them. And I'm not saying you are to blame, but I feel in the last 20 years, all the presidents who were in charge all share a part of the blame. Do you agree? Disagree? Don't get angry. I'm just asking your opinion on that because they're still, the Taliban are here and strong and have taken over the country. No, I actually don't take blame. I'll tell you. Bush, obviously, worst decision in the history of our country, other than maybe the 15th Amendment, was what Bush did. Uh, he got us into it. Stup- one of the stupidest people our country's ever produced. Worst, one of the worst presidents. Then we get Hussein Obama, who, of course, he wasn't. His name's Hussein. You think he's going to be tough on the Middle East? So we have Hussein Obama. Then we have me who, by the way, gets robbed of a second term by a fraudulent election. And I make the deal. I make a little deal with the Taliban. And I say, we're getting the hell out of here. We're getting the hell out of Dagestan. And we do it. We make the deal. And then all of a sudden, Sleepy Joe comes and executes the deal in a very sleepy, very fatigued, very tired, not well-rested, sleepy way. (laughs) Very, very sleepy on his part. (laughs) Possibly the sleepiest. We're we're gonna get back into Afghanistan, but we do have to take a a quick break. Not if not if I get reelected president, we're not. Okay, that that I didn't mean it like uh, literally. I meant uh, figuratively. We're going to talk about it, get back into it, like discussion wise. Um, but we do have a uh, we have one powerful sponsor this week, and they are very loyal to us, and we do love them. And I know you use them, and I use them, and it's it's been online 
bet.ag. Um, they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Everyone should be using them um, for their betting needs. Um, all sports they have online to bet on. You can bet on the UFC. You can bet on all the golf tournaments. You can bet on NFL is coming up. Baseball playoffs are right around the corner. You can even bet on uh, summer league basketball. You can bet on anything you want. They even have a casino that you can bet on blackjack, roulette, whatever craps, whatever your table game is. They have a casino. They have all the sports betting. They have future prop bets that you can make. You can even bet on reality shows with them. They are the best website on the internet for betting. It's betonline.ag. And before the next pitch, everyone should head over to Bet Online, either on your laptop or mobile device, and take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. We're offering you a special deal here. That's 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You enter promo code CLNS50. It will say a promo code enter CLNS50 to receive the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So that means you're going to get 50% more money on your first deposit. And it's only your first deposit. So make sure you dig deep in those pockets on your first deposit. It's promo code CLNS50 to receive that 50% welcome bonus. It's been online, your online sports book experts. You can follow them on all social media at, at BetOnline line underscore ag and remember the promo code is clns50 for your sign up welcome bonus and that's betonline.ag now mr president to get back into afghanistan not literally of course but figuratively i don't know can you answer this um this whole deal you made with the this peace deal you made with the taliban um should it should have probably won the nobel peace prize to be honest well, how come the GOP has been scrubbing the internet of the deal that you made with the Taliban? If it was such a great deal, you should win the Nobel Peace Prize. Can you explain to me why they are scrubbing the internet clean of that deal? I want to ask you a question, Tech Steph. Yes. Have you imagined... Remember that school in Connecticut where they shot up all of the kids? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, I think they demolished the school. I believe I read they demolished the school because it was a horrible place. It was a sad, horrible place. Now, if I taught at the school, in fact, if I was a strong, great principal before the incident, I still want it destroyed because of what happened. And I may have made the greatest peace deal, some say the greatest peace deal in the history of peace. And, but after what Sleepy Joe, being so sleepy with his sleepiness, what he did, I don't even want people to think of my great peace deal now because all they'll be able to think about was, oh, well, the peace deal failed. And it didn't, it failed because of Sleepy Joe, but it did fail. It failed because of Sleepy Joe. But I think it's better that I don't even want to be associated with it. So, you know, that's why I brought up a very sensitive example of destroying the school with a horrible thing went. Basically, Sleepy Joe is the autistic guy shooting up a bunch of kids. <laughs> and 
I'm the person who built a great school, but I'm, I will acknowledge after what happened at my great peace, my school of peace, if I can call it that, I was gonna give all peace to everybody. Sleepy Joe came in there. I get emotional. <laughs> sleepy Joe came in there all sleepy and on the sleepy spectrum and murdered peace. And now I say, take it off the websites because I don't, what he did was so disgraceful. I'm okay if people forget my great peace because what he did, we should never be reminded of. Sleepy Joe, a murderer. Now that that is um, one way you can look at it. Um, a lot uh, excuse, of excuse me, that is the way. Well, okay, that is that is well. You are the person who it is about, so that is the way as far as you see it. But what would you say to people who think? that you just don't want to be associated with it because of how the Taliban have taken over Afghanistan now. Nothing to do with Sleepy Joe, just to deal with the peace treaty with them. And now the people that you were attempting to make peace with kind of went back on their word and did what you didn't want them to do. Well, they don't respect Sleepy Joe. If, if I was still president, you know what they'd be doing? They'd be letting... Women get learning and they'd be saying, sir, we're doing the piece, sir. But they don't call Sleepy Joe, sleep, sir. They call him Sleepy. <laughs> and it's really disgraceful. So the people who say that are stupid and they are not telling the truth and they're stupid. So they're both stupid. They, they are stupid and liars. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a sad thing for our country. You did call for Biden to resign. Um, now, the the date that you said that you would be taking over presidency has passed. Um, I want to know what happened there. And Mike, okay, well, I'll tell you right now, Mike Lindell had his dates wrong because he's on crack. So he had he had the dates wrong because he's a drug addict. Okay, well that that explains everything. You're not going to let a drug addict tell you the dates when he got it reversed it wasn't he said 8 13 21 mm -hmm. but he re, it was wrong it's 13 8 21 um 13 is is not a month that's what they want you to believe <laughs> can you explain that to me i'm confused if you don't know now you know, N-word. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I can't explain it. It's need-to-know basis, and tech stuff people are not on a need-to-know basis. Do you really think that Biden should resign over this? I think if, if, if Sleepy Joe had one-half, one-tenth the honor and decency of my great friend Shinzo Abe, he would stab himself with a sleepy sword and go to sleep forever. And we'd call him Forever Sleepy Joe. You think he's not resigning because he's too sleepy to resign? Right. To, to resign, you have to wake up That's and right. say, I resign. But he's already beyond resigning. He's just snoring, sleepy, not resigning Joe. So I think uh, Koala Bear Harris should wake her up and say, 
Hello, Joe. It's time for your eternal glass of warm milk. And give him some of that propofol that Michael Jackson called his milk. Now, I, I have some lighter topics to talk about, but before we get into that, we have lighter than Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, not the, yes, lighter than Michael Jackson's death. Lighter than the Taliban taking over Afghanistan. Uh, lighter. No, I, meant, I meant literally lighter than Michael Jackson. Oh, no, Michael Jackson was extremely light. I don't think we can get anything lighter than Michael Jackson, but we will try. Now, Mr. President, Thursday is a big day um, for the Perfect Ten Patreon Patriots. We are doing a live podcast this Thursday on the 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's right. So for the West Coasters. All your radical left pieces of shit on the (laughs) Gavin Newsom, Jay Inslee coast. That's right. We are going to do it. So when you get out of work, you can listen and you can come on and join us. Excuse me, text stuff when they get out of work. That's a good one. Okay. Well, at six o'clock when you're available, how's that sound? Is that better? When you're done scamming the system for food stamps. There you go. So it's going to be 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's 819 this Thursday night, the perfect 10 QAnon. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to have our West Coasters who haven't been able to make it because we made it at 8 p.m. And we have requests for 9 p.m., 9 p.m., 9 p.m. And finally, we are answering to you and we're going to make it at 9 p.m. So you guys better come through here, okay? Because we are changing the times for everyone who are used to the 8 p.m. call on the East Coast. It is 9 p.m. this Thursday. The invite will go out on Wednesday night. And that is for the Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific for the live podcast. It's going to be exciting, Mr. President. I'm very excited for it. Uh, I may put up a poll. Uh, I think we should have. Well, we'll see. We might have that. You know, I, I think the Mike Lindell was such a great, powerful guest that and, and people enjoyed Mike Pence that. I've gotten some requests for maybe a bonus with Mitch McConnell. So maybe this month's bonus could be a turtle Mitch. I would love to speak to turtle Mitch. That would, that would be, so you know what? I think, I think we can make that announcement now. I will, I will, I don't even have to ask him. I can just tell him because he does what I say. That's right. And I'm going to tell Moscow Mitch that he is the bonus episode this month for all the Patreons. So, if you're out there and you're not joining the Patreon, why do you hate your country? Maybe you should join the Taliban Patreon. Talion. <laughs> well, our Patreon is patreon.com slash MPGA. That's patreon.com slash MPGA. And that will be at the perfect 10 level to join us this Thursday, 819 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific for the live podcast QAnon. Before, excuse me, while we're doing the housekeeping, even though I usually like to have a chubby Latino woman do this part. Yes. What I would say to you is, I think we have another important thing about Idaho Militia Christian that I think we should not save till the end. Do you want to, do you like the design for the original shirt or would you like to open it up to our listeners to send in some designs and maybe we can vote on it and have a final call? No, it's up to you. I just... the, the, The powerful fan... Patriot, I would call him a patriot who sent in that beautiful design. That's the design we want. But you need to tell him 
we know he listens. He's a very powerful listener. He, you know how he got that to us? He listened with Patreon early access and had it the next day before the regular poor people had even listened to the episode. He'd already designed it. So I like, uh, I, if there's anything, you know, we won't pay him, obviously. He gets the Rudy Giuliani treatment, but uh, <laughs> we can give him a free T-shirt. And I like the design. I think it was a very powerful design. Now you have to tell him what he has to do. And then we have to tell the people what they have to do if they want one. Yes, we need a uh, we need a vector file that's high res that you can, um, um, I guess, tweet it out to us if that will work. Or um, should he email it in? What What do you think, Mister President? Maybe you should email you a file. Yes, you can email it to. It's going to be high res. So he's yes, that's right. They have, they have a thing. I talk to these Asian people. They have a thing called Dropbox. Yes, yeah, so he can Dropbox it or email it to if, if it will fit uh, to mpga2020 at gmail.com. That's mpga2020 at gmail.com. Please send it there. And we these T-shirts are going to be for a limited run. So when we announce that the T-shirts are on sale, you're going to have maybe a couple of weeks to order the shirts, and then we will close it down. So it will be a one-run print of these shirts, special limited edition. So please um, keep your ears open. And uh, that listener who sent it in, please email us at mpga2020 at gmail.com with a high-res vector file. And we will it's get these shirts, NFT, hopefully. It's going to be a non-fuckable T-shirt, you know, like, <laughs> like Bitcoin. Uh, we're going <laughs> to get these shirts uh, up, hopefully, before the end of the month, like we promised, as long as uh, the designs uh, don't take too long. But I feel like uh, we should be able to get everything done quick once we get the design from that listener. And once that listener sends it in, we will um, announce who it is and give you the props that you deserve. And a free T-shirt. And a free T-shirt, of course. Um, Mr. President, a few things in... Maybe. The, maybe. Okay. Well, now it's maybe. Um, a few things in the pop culture world this week that I want to talk to you about. And then I know you're a busy man. And I'll let you go. Um, Britney Spears. She was being controlled by her father. All her assets are being controlled by her father. Um, she, her I father... Like, you know what? I don't, I don't like her father. I don't, I don't, you don't, you don't treat when you, and I can say this, she's not as hot as Ivanka, but Britney Spears, you know, is sort of Trump wife number four type material. She's wealthy, talented, great legs, nice blonde, uh, fake Christian. I like that. And, uh, you know, famous, not as famous as me, but very powerfully famous. I think we'd make a, I don't, I think that Britney Trump, I mean, that's, it rolls off the tongue. Sounds good. And and I knew I didn't like our father because he looks like a weak Republican senator when he's walking the court. <laughs> he just looks like a guy who's, I'm Jamie. And by the way, you're a man and your name's Jamie. Disgusting. But it's like, he looks like he's, uh, I'm the pathetic loser senator from the state of Oklahoma, Jamie Spears, sir. You, know, you ever see the pictures of him? When he's, he just kind of looks like a, like a plain Republican senator. But his daughter, you know, and she's under 40 still. I, I think she turns 40 very soon. So she's, you know, even worse than a biological clock is the Trump clock. You know, <laughs> the, only, the creamsicle only dips in under 40 territory. Okay. Well, 
her father has has given up the control of all her assets and she is now considered a i guess a free woman she can do whatever she wants with her money um does that entice you even more because she i don't think she's got um as much money as you but she definitely has a good chunk of change where she wouldn't have to rely on you for the money well that's right and you know i think i would probably start a conservatorship for her you know that i saw how well it worked for her but that, her father's a stupid pathetic person and he did this great he had so much power with the conservatorship so i'm gonna marry britney spears and put her in a trump conservatorship because i want her to need me you know so then she'll have to do powerful things to me uh you know and every morning she'll wake up and i'll say darling sing i'm a slave for you that's how i like to start my day can we do a, an f marry kill right now Yes. Okay. Uh, who's the, the CrossFit queen politician? What's her name? Martin Taylor Green. Yes. Okay. So Marjorie Taylor Green, Britney Spears, Kim Kardashian. Well, that's a good thing you didn't include Lauren Bobert. Because <laughs> I would uh, F and marry and then kill that pussy. But. Uh, <laughs> She gets all three, the little Bobert. She gets some Trump yogurt. That's what we always say when we see see her walking through. And she doesn't get all, oh, sir, that's sexual harassment. No, she just says, yes, I like it. Please treat me like shit. But, uh, okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, you got to kill Marjorie Taylor Greene. She almost looks like sort of like a, like a pinata to scare kids. You know, she's this pint-sized thing with this big, ugly dog, the bounty on the head. So you just, you'd almost enjoy, and she'd put up a little bit of a fight. So you'd just be like, okay, well, this is going to be a nice spar sesh, sparring session, like MMA. So you kill Martin Taylor Green, and then, uh, yeah, no, you, you, you F, you F Kim. And then you marry Britney Spears. It's very simple. Okay, very good. That's a that's a good explanation there. That's a, I you was know, I was thinking that was that was going to be the call, but I just wanted to check. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, you know, the, the wild card would be you know, Ivanka, Lauren Bobert, Britney Spears. Now that's a tough that's a tough one. That is a tough one. And you know what? Maybe we'll do that one another week, and uh, we'll tease the listeners that one. <laughs> You should ask Mitch McConnell on the bonus episode. <laughs> it's a good idea. <laughs> Have some F Mary kills for Mitch. <laughs> now, I uh, wanted to ask you two more things. Did you, did you ever seen the movie Field of Dreams? Kevin Costner. They had a, uh, a basically a baseball field in the middle of a cornfield in Iowa. Right, because his father wasn't a wealthy real estate developer, so he had to build very cheap a baseball field in the middle of very cheap real estate. Whereas obviously the great Fred Trump would have said, build it in Midtown, which I did. And then he will come in Russian prostitutes. You know, if you build, if you build the Hyatt, I will come in Russian prostitutes. I think Field of Dreams sort of stole, you know, my, my movie with the great Fred Trump. <laughs> it was called Hotel of Creams. <laughs> No. 
I wanted to ask and you. And that was the voice. It was like, all right, if you'll build it, he will come in me. <laughs> no. Did you see the game between the White Sox and the Yankees? They played at the actual place in Iowa, I think, for a few thousand fans. They built like a, uh, a little stadium there uh, to hold all the people. Did you, did you see that game? I thought it was um, – it gave me the chills a little bit because that was a movie that I saw growing up, and I remember seeing that with, with my father and to watch all the players walk through the cornfield and go onto the field, and it was actually a really great game too. Uh, did it spark any emotion in you or anything, or it was just a regular baseball game to you? Uh, I don't watch baseball ever since they r- removed the All-Star game from Atlanta for doing strong voter ID. So I don't really respect baseball anymore. But if, <laughs> if you're going to say you don't respect baseball when they outload the Negro League, but okay. No, that's racist tech stuff. Okay. <laughs> but I think they should if they're going to do these movies. If they Why not do, do a – there was a movie called 42 about Jackie Robinson. Yes. Why not, why not do – you know, do a movie like that where there's only one black guy on the field and then the first base coach is screaming the N-word for an entire <laughs> inning. You know, you could do different movies. The, the Fan with Robert De Niro where, you know, Robert De Niro, all of a sudden the catch, the umpire murders an outfielder played by Benicio Del Toro. So you didn't see the game? What game? Okay, that's fine. Um, so you don't like my idea of doing other ba- other sports movies and then just, you know. No, I don't like you bringing back racism. Um, well, I mean, racism is still still exists. I don't like you bringing oh, back stuff. Just got woke. OK, well, you can. Head I mean, why you want to have a baseball game where there's only one black guy on the field and you want the first base coach to scream the M word at him for the whole first inning on national TV? Well, because it was in the movie. Do you think that's appropriate? You could do it with little kids. It could be the Bad News <laughs> Bears, and then maybe it'd be like cuter if you have the racism with kids. Uh, and or you could have, of- remember the Keanu Reeves movie, Hardball? It came out after 9-11. Yeah. You could have one of the little black kids get murdered. Uh, <laughs> spoiler. That is spoiler right there for sure. <laughs> but imagine if, if, and you don't know which one. You don't know which one. And that's sort of the mystery of the beauty of the sport. And you put in your little scorecard. Oh, uh, number 11, ninth inning, murder. (laughs) You know, for the tradition, you fill out the scorecard with, you know, the great Fred Trump, when we would go to baseball games, he would actually bring along a, a servant who would fill out the scorecard for us. That's nice of him. Um. I don't think that's a great idea with other movies. I think Field of Dreams, it was a, a good movie too. You know, Bull Durham. You could do a Bull Durham and then all of a sudden, you know, in the middle of the game, saggy Susan Sarandon has to get naked. Mr. President, I don't think we're on the you same know, wavelength is, on this you're, one. You're right, because you're not a strong business person. You don't know marketing. <laughs> if I put this on Netflix, my, my streaming platform. That's all right. Start, have 100 million subscribers like overnight i think you're right about that um i just uh i think we keep it at field of dreams and and we move on okay 
Now, Mr. President, do you know who Lizzo is? Uh, I feel like I've heard that name before. Is that Elizabeth Warren's nickname? No, Lizzo is a singer. She is a uh, she's a black woman. Really great voice. She uh, she's a plus size girl. And she's very proud. She's posed nude, I think, like a few a, times. Okay, so we're talking like a, okay, like a six. What do you mean, like a six? Like you're gonna rate so, her? No, like si- you know, women have sizes with their clothes. So is she a size six? I, I think uh, a higher than that for sure. We talking? Uh, we talking large Bryant? You know, that's the store where they sell the. I'd say probably like a size, uh, you know, they, they size forty-four call, Wranglers. She'd fit into, I think. They wanted to call that store Bear Bryant because he coached Alabama, and for all the big women, they would go to Bear Bryant, and they, you know, the size of Alabama bears, uh, but they called it the Large Bryant instead. More sensitive, more PC. Well, she has come out and she's calling out all the fat phobic and racist critics of her. Um, I'm going to look up a picture of this enormous bitch because <laughs> I'm inferring it from what you're saying. I, I think she, she, she's talented and I think she's a, I think she blew up on TikTok. I think it was, or one of those, um, social media, um, platforms singing and she, her career really, uh, exploded from there. Okay. And- she looks like Aretha Franklin ate precious. <laughs> That's not nice. Why don't you hear her sing and appreciate her talent? Well, when she sings, I assume it's over. (laughs) It's not nice, Mr. President. It's not very nice. (laughs) Well, she's calling out all her fat phobic and racist critics, which is is borderline you right now. (laughs) Well, excuse me. I'm actually the least. I may be. I'm not fat phobic. I'm fat disgusted. There's a difference. I'm not afraid of it. I just find it repulsive. And I am probably the least racist person that she's ever even heard of, let alone met, because we haven't met. Would you go to a Lizzo concert? Why would I go to a Lizzo concert? Well, you've you've gone to UFC events before. I'm just curious if, you know, you listened to her music and you liked her with her being overweight, um, you know, dissuade you from going to see her live. Well, I look at the size of her. I don't think I'd have any choice but to see her. Well, she's very angry about all these uh, fat phobic comments like you're making and these and these racist racist critics, because usually, you know, famous pop stars and singers have really good bodies and, and they are put into a certain type and she isn't that mold. And I, I don't think the critics really like that for some reason. Well, maybe her and Meatloaf could get together and have a meal. That's not nice, Mr. President. Well, I wish Lizzo. Um, I, I don't think people should shit Excuse on Lizzo. Me. Excuse yeah. me. I'm not, I'm not shitting on her. I don't want to be anywhere near her. Okay. <laughs> and I, I usually have to pay 
extra for that with strong Russian prostitutes. Now, if she has talent, if she has talent, I respect that. I've always respected talent. Uh, but, you know, he asked me an honest question and I looked at her and she looked like, you know, you know, like diamond and silk smushed so you, together. So you don't, think she, you don't think she has a very pretty face? Uh, well, you know, there's this one picture where she looks sort of pretty, I guess. I think she's a sexy girl. Well, I think you're full of shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> we're going to end it on Lizzo, Mr. President. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Of course, every single week you joining us and want to thank betonline.ag for sponsoring us week in and week out. Go to betonline.ag to place all your upcoming football bets for UFC, golf, whatever your sport is, use betonline.ag. And for all our Perfect 10, if you're not a Perfect 10 Patreon patriot yet, go to patreon.com slash mpga and join the Patreon to join us on Thursday night, the 19th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific for our live podcast Q&On. Um, and if you can't afford the $10 level, you know, I think I think most of our Patreons would say that some of the most legendary content we've put out are the bonus episodes that are available to the every every Patreon level. So Yes. If you want to support the show, if you've enjoyed the show for many years now, uh, you know, donate at some level, but you get so much in return. Also, go to mpgapod.com and click on the YouTube link. Okay. We need a few more subscribers for our YouTube channel to monetize the YouTube channel. Does not cost you anything, it helps us out. So go to our YouTube page and just click subscribe so we can start to monetize that page as well. All our episodes go on there so you can not only hear us, but you can see us as well and watch the show too, if that is for you. And that's on our YouTube page and you can check that out as well. Um, That's all I got, Mr. President. The floor is yours. Do you have anything to tell the listeners? Hi, everybody. It's JL. I apologize to Lizzo and her fans. Um, I didn't mean that. Sometimes they get carried away. But uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for continuing to listen. We had good numbers last week, so it's nice to see. Um, Support our sponsors if you're in the market for uh, gambling or headphones. uh, Earbuds. 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 (laughs) They won't hear this, so it's okay. Earbuds. I've used them already, so very nice. And... uh, yeah, just go to jlcomedy.com, sign up for my monthly newsletter, uh, check out my other podcast, and uh, three big shows coming up with more being added. Uh, Philly, September 26th at Helium, October 6th at Good Nights in Raleigh, and then, of course, my special taping, October 23rd, two shows in New York City. So all that's on my website. Uh, and as usual, we just we appreciate you guys sticking with us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, tell a friend. It's sort of corny to say, but, you know, if you like it and you know a friend who has a similar sense of humor or political takes or something, uh, tell them, uh, send them an episode that you liked and try to get them hooked. Because we still get occasionally new reviews and new people popping up. So it's a, 
there's no expiration date on this, as funny, as weird as that may be. So keep spreading the word. Uh, we appreciate every one of you who listens and takes the time uh, to, to support the show. So thank you and uh, God help us all.